Hey listeners, what you're about to hear is an episode from our live recording in Hearst, Texas from the end of August. Uh, so that's why we haven't uh, been releasing episodes on quite the normal schedule because we did that significant event. It's taken a little while to get these put together. But what we wanted to highlight right now was the two sponsors who brought those episodes to you. And the first is Visual Theology. So Visual Theology is a really cool resource site for parents, student ministers, college ministers, um, Christian school teachers, bringing you biblical truths in really fresh and creative ways. So it's called Visual Theology because the idea is to put... Um, biblical truths that are usually taught doctrinally or out of the text into captivating, visually arresting uh, means of, of understanding them. So turning parables and, and facts and studies and even genealogies and things like that into something that a student or yourself can look at and go, oh, now I get it. So check out visualtheology.church slash happy. You can see the resources. You can also see that we have a 20% discount for our listeners there. There are posters that you can decorate a classroom with. There are books that are really great, like study guides and textbook kind of things. They have curriculum lines that are great for Bible studies, whether it's a new believer or just somebody who's looking to understand how Scripture works. How does this all fit together better? So again, it's visualtheology.church slash happy. We have a 20% discount off of any purchase, and that can be used multiple times. You can uh, you can use that using the code HAPPYRANT at checkout. So happy rant at checkout, visualtheology.church slash happy is the URL. Be sure to check them out. Our second sponsor is Dwell Bible. Dwell is an audio Bible app. If you go to dwellapp.io slash happy rant, that's dwellapp.io slash happy rant, you can see the offer that they have for our listeners as well as check them out. Dwell is a great way to get scripture into your life uh, for those who struggle with consistent reading or finding time. We, we're almost all either mowing the lawn or at the gym or spending time in the car. It's a great thing to do with kids. You can do it in the car with kids. There's even, they have a sleep timer set up so you can set it up to listen as you fall asleep and it'll cut off on its own. They have a read and reflect or a listen and reflect option where you can listen and then there's a pause for memorization, for reflection, for prayer. They have a read-along option where you can read along with the text. And so you can really merge this into your... Uh, your scripture habits in a bunch of different ways. But again, go to dwellapp.io slash happy rant. There is a 10% discount off their annual subscription and a 33% discount off of their lifetime subscription, which is well worth it. They're constantly upgrading, adding narrators, adding Bible versions, adding reading or listening plans, I should say. So again, check them out, dwellapp.io slash happy rant. Now enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio, in a big taupe room in Hearst, Texas, by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Boys, We've come to the portion of the evening that, uh, that I know is all of our favorites. Um, we don't agree on much, doggone it. We, we bicker like old married people on this program. But the one thing we do agree on, uh, we love Q&A. We love Q&A time because it's a time to get to know our listeners, 
It's a time to hear their voices. It's a time uh, where we don't have to think up our own It's topics. a time where we don't have to think. Yeah, to put a fine point on it, uh, you generate the content, and we don't have to. So we appreciate that as well. So here's how this is going to work. It's real easy. We got hot mics. We got them all over the room. By all over the room, I mean there's one there and there's one there. Um, that should be plenty. That should be plenty. I'm going to throw it to you guys. Anything is on the table. When you ask a question, um, say your name, say where you're from, do your question, and then you can come up and, and select an item of swag. Piper, yeah, talk them through that. There's yeah. a bunch of visual theology stuff here. So there's posters here, there's T-shirts, there's some pins that look a little bit uh, Star Trek-y, you know, kind of like the little comms thing yeah. uh, for the nerds in the room. And then there's a bunch of stickers. So grab one of the posters or shirts, and then you can grab a sticker. And, uh, yeah, and then you can, you can unroll the posters and see what they look like. But, yeah, so our friends Visual Theology are sponsoring this. Let's clap so, it up for them. For listeners yeah. at home. Make sure you go to visualtheology.church slash happy. Get the 20% discount off their stuff. Check out their whole line. For the listeners in the room, ask a question and get free stuff. Absolutely. Uh, Pipe, let's do this. Let's get let's into, uh, into our Q&A time. Oh, let's got, start over here. We got here. lines. We got lines. This is like the SBC convention. Yeah, they're lined up. They're bursting who's, at the seams. I love who's got it. The, who's got the presidential gavel? Exactly. Let's go right here. On the right. Hey, guys. Uh, David Gillen from Roanoke, Texas. Dude, shout out Roanoke. Ron, Roanoke Solid yeah. community. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Don't what, know where it is. Yeah. yeah. North, northwest of the Metroplex All is right. where we're coming from. A question is, is that we talked about earlier, what's, what's a clear distinction between um, Yoda tweeting, uh, or I should say nerd tweeting and, and, and the Yoda tweeting? Between nerd tweeting and Yoda tweeting? Between your, like, this is good. We're all about distinction here and drawing clear lines i love I this yeah. i think we defer to the expert on- nobody leaves this room knowing not knowing what yoda tweeting and nerd tweeting are yeah ronald you're, what you're asking expert. man the difference between nerd nerd twitter and yoda twitter oh man yeah, nerd yeah. twitter and yoda i guess that's it uh yeah. between the two because you participate in one right? yeah Part- is it participate? Sells him is it safe? To, is it yeah. safe to say that you participate in one? Are you are you kind of owning that as a? I mean, a, you know, I let people call what I do whatever they would like. Okay, I, I try not to you know categorize. Spoken like a true right. artist. I don't That's have a true. genre. That's true. You call it what you want to call it. I think there is a Grand Canyon of difference <laughs> Go. between the two. Yeah, between Yoda tweeting and nerd Twitter. Okay. Yeah, Good. one is trying to be just self consciously argumentative. And sort of like, hey, I'm saying a funny word that nobody will understand on purpose to try to put myself Mimetic. into some, kind of mm. like whatever that word means, yeah. And, um, and I Gerardian. think Yoda tweeting is trying to say something uh, inspirational, encouraging, thought-provoking. Okay. There Understandable. It is. Strong but, argument but for also, Yoda work. But also vague enough that it's not like a direct statement. No Yoda tweet is a direct It's always There's always kind of a... A reflective well, it's meant, openness. It's, yeah, it's meant to, to it. be reflective in nature to make you think. Whereas, like nerd Twitter, it's meant to be like shared between like four people that can feel elitist. I have yeah. a question for the room. Actually, have any of you guys ever like? Have you opened up like the notes app on your phone and tried to like compose a Yoda tweet? <laughs> Has any of Ron's work ever inspired like a little a little Yoda tweeting on your own? You got a little note open. You know, you're you're just kicking the tires on it a little bit. Anyone? Anybody? Bueller. Show of hands. Yoda work out there. Bueller. Okay, we, we got yeah, one over yeah. here. Come up and get one Come of these things. Just grab for some being swag. Honest. Let's clap yes. it up for the boy. He's got uh, just for following in Ronnie's footsteps. A little bit of Yoda in his future. 
I keep a notes app for tweets, but it's not for Yoda tweets. It's more because I don't know if I will get in trouble if I post them. So I type them in the notes and then I chew on it for a while and, and then usually they never go anywhere. Pipe, how would you describe give a succinct description of Yoda tweeting? Mm. Just just a, just so people understand. Nothing like snarky, just to understand what it is. It's on its surface, it sounds very clear cut inspirational. And the moment you think about it for a second, you, there's a twinge of, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm not sure what this really means. Which it's, Melissa says to me probably yeah. one out of every yeah. four. There's Whereas some, like, opacity nerd, there. Nerd Twitter, you look at it and you go, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't even know I if that's English. I don't even know if those are words. Yeah. yeah. So there's, that's, that's the big difference. Right. It's opaque. It's inspirational. It's commercial. Oh. The three jewels in the Yoda Twitter marketing crown. Wow. Right. It's all three. Very wow. retweetable. Yeah. It's a, it's a potent stew of those three things. Wow. Can you yeah. say that again? Do you did, even remember what you did just you said? Get your, did you get your free stuff? You're welcome to. Um, you can, yeah, and I imagine it'll go quick. No, I'm asking you to say that again because yeah, yeah. I think it was good. It's not to put you on the spot. No, no, no. It's opaque, meaning it's unclear at some level. Um, it's inspirational. Yeah. Self-evident. And here's the third one that I really love. That it's commercial. Right, it, you, you're doing it for a purpose. The purpose is audience building. Right. Speaking of audience, we should probably take more. Questions. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go over here, left side of the room. Hi, I'm Ted from College Station, Texas. Ted, dude, shout out Ted. Strong oh, what name. A, what a great name. Ted from College Station. What do you got, Ted? Yeah, my question is, I would like to hear from each of you. What would be your one recommendation for how uh, reformed evangelicals could have more fun? Oh. <laughs> chill out yeah um all right i'll go first go one recommendation for how reformed people can have more fun um stop wearing reformed them like it's your uniform it's not a jersey like it should be worn like it's it's it functions much more like underwear than your jersey like it's supportive <laughs> it's necessary we encourage it and nobody should ever see it's it. nice when it doesn't chafe yeah <laughs> and and everybody's more comfortable when they don't know what you have on so yeah, yeah that ted that's i i it's absolutely that, right? ron i can't follow that i don't think i, I absolutely I can can't let's clap it up for pipe yeah. that was absolutely perfect Get up here, man. Grab yourself some swag. There's no, there's no beating that comment. Let's go over here to the Cowboys fan. Yeah, that's me. My name's Nick. I'm from Denton, Texas, about 20 miles north of here. Uh, and I, this is a deep cut, but I do want to say the second episode felt a little reformed pubbyan. If I, if I. Oh hmm. wow. But y'all, I feel like y'all saved it at the end. Um, okay. I just, I just Interesting. We're hearing it. Um, I don't know if that's constructive criticism or just criticism. It's just criticism. criticism. It's just criticism. Yeah. I would take some of that reform pub money. I'm not going to lie, though. Do they you still know? exist? I have no idea. Okay, me I only yeah. made a podcast in like five years, but the, their tweets are very spicy. Okay. Right. Um, if you had to write a I kissed blank goodbye, what, what would it be? Oh, I kissed blank goodbye. What would mm. it be? Baby? Oh, this is so easy for me oh, right now. Go. Dude, no, I can't go. You guys go. No, I have no, go. I even, you said this is so. I, oh, you were being. You were, oh, I, yeah, you were being ironic. Just being ironical. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a great question. Seashells. I would kiss. <laughs> yes. All things pertaining to seashells. Goodbye forever Piper, that's, and ever. That's so good because you get. Uh, yeah. Whenever that's referenced in any item of pop culture. Frappin Mike Cosper quoted uh-huh. that in one of those Mars Hill episodes in my Twitter. And your whole he life filled was, up again. Your life was seashells for a couple days. Him. I'm not there yet. I yes, had I something. Would kiss seashells goodbye. Okay, so peeling back the curtain, you and I were talking about this phenomenon via text, and I feel like I had something similar, 
What was it? Do you remember? Hmm. I'd have to go back and look at our text, but you're mostly football. So yeah, yeah. To, to sort through some mm-hmm. of that. I actually, I remember what it was. Okay, here we go. People asking me like what it was like to write a book with Kevin DeYoung. Yes. Or <laughs> referencing them as the DeYoung books. Would you kiss Kevin DeYoung goodbye? It's, it's, or is it like the, the What kind of kiss would it be? You know? <laughs> would it be long? Kiss of death? What On the mouth? About you know? <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ronnie, we would kiss Dude, this question goodbye? What are we talking about? <laughs> I, mean, I don't, I don't, you know, dude, I don't, baby, I don't come on. What would you kiss know, goodbye? Man. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm not good on my feet unless I'm preaching a sermon. It's a good thing. We're doing Q and a where you don't know the questions. I kiss deconstruction. Goodbye. <laughs> there we go. There Thanks for the is. question. Be sure to get your, uh, your stuff. All right, let's go over here. He brought his I, own swag. I'm Abram uh, Martin from Lot, Texas, and yeah, I'm here to. Abram, represent. is that really your last name, or are you just trying to get no, in with me? Uh, Abram Martin, no that relation. Is, that is the name that my parents also have. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I'm tough here, having two first names. Isn't I'm here it? representing the uh, the Mennonite fan club of Happy Rant Pod. Dude, and shout so, out the whoa. Mennonite fan club. Let's clap it up for I Mennonites. Know we had one. <laughs> I love this. I love learning we have fan clubs. Absolutely. And so, as we were trying to think of what's like the most Mennonite thing we could give y'all. And yeah. so we, we got these Dirk Willems posters. Just a really brief overview. Dirk Willems was a Anabaptist martyr that when he was being chased, he, he was running across a icy river and his, uh, ch- the person that was chasing him, his, the cop at the time, fell through the ice and he turned around and rescued him. And the cop, following his orders that he had given, uh, still had to arrest him and a couple, I don't know if it was a couple months later or whatever, Dirk Willems was uh, burned at the stake for his faith. So, wow, dude. So that, this is what this poster represents. And we get those. We get yeah. to keep those. That's yeah, dark. one for each of y'all. Yeah. Exceedingly dark. <laughs> there you go. Now, but cool looking and definitely happy, going happy in my smoke room for sure. Guys, so some dark Mennonite <laughs> history never hurt anybody. <laughs> hey, you know what? Bring them up here. We'll so, yeah, and my question that I have is uh, when can uh, satire be – redemptive and when can it not be helpful oh, oh. i thought your question was going to be where are you out on dirk willems <laughs> like <laughs> feeling a little glum yeah i'm like if i had a nickel for every time Thanks, i get abram that question Martin. abram thank you Solid so much last name abram yeah absolutely so the question was when can satire be helpful and when is it not helpful yeah Re- redemptive and not yeah. so yeah pipe what do you think um i think the question i think it's a question of whether or not it's it's um I mean, satire basically draws out a truth and overemphasizes it. So you, you play up kind of the absurdity or whatever. And so I think the question is, has more to do with the spirit behind it than not. Like, are you seeking to destroy and make a fool out of or seeking to just kind of bring to light something mm-hmm. either humorous or kind of show the absurdity of something? There, there's a way to do it that's not... Um, overly critical, overly mean, and then there's a way to do it that leaves somebody just sort of devastated and ripped to shreds. And I, I think that's probably the, the biggest difference yeah. in between redemptive and not. Yeah. Good, yeah, good answer, good. Ronnie. Yeah, thanks. Pipe, you got me? Or thanks. Ron, you got anything on that? No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I'm good with that one, too. Um, I'm riding Pipe's coattails on this episode, <laughs> you know? I think. He's doing a great job. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a Kobe Bryant and just refuse to shoot one of these. We these do oh, not believe that. that. I love that so analogy. So let's just continue <laughs> as we continue. That would make me who on that roster? Uh, like Lamar Odom. Rick, I'll be Lamar Odom. Yeah. I met Lamar Odom, actually. Nice guy. Yeah, a little, yeah very nice guy. Doing good. Um, let's go over here. Uh, I'm James from Commerce. Uh, so I was thinking some of like, the seminal books of early Reformed when we're like knowing God and 
books like that, what would be the super niche theological point and accompanying book title to like be a big book in modern like modern form circles? It would be Deconstructed Heart by Lamar Odom. <laughs> if Lamar Odom took a pivot into like reformed theology, that would be well, wouldn't that be a great story? Wait, what was the title that Pipe had earlier for his book, his new book? I don't know. What was that one title where I said I already have a deal for you on it? I don't know. You had a deal for me. I don't have to remember. It's, it's, it's true. Like, it was a great title, though. Yeah. So, yeah, so what would be the, the question is, what would be the niche theological point? And, and what was the other part of the question? And the, the book title. The book title. Book title, niche theological point. Like you're saying for now, for 2021. Yeah, no, it gets modern. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. It would be... You remember the spate of, like, early 2000s crappy books, like the Theology in the Matrix or the Theology of the Sopranos or whatever? Yeah, there like, was Simpsons. There was, like, yeah, every yeah, yeah. popular thing. The yeah. reform version of that circa 2021 would be, like, um, you know, like a working theology of bourbon by <laughs> some, like, 33-year-old cool guy, you know, with, like, a nice jawline and yeah. a little bit of stubble. And he'd probably sell... 100,000 copies. Yeah, That's what I, I'm going with. I, I'm trying to think of like, so you got the more modern, you get like Don't Waste Your Life, and then you got Radical, and you got Crazy Love. Like, uh-huh. what's, what's one of those that's like a, it just sort of goes wildfire, like, even though it's kind of not. Like a one-worder. Yeah. Like one or two words. I think it would be like Unified or something like that, and then yeah. it would be, it's just kind of painting a picture about one big reform group hug. Mm. Yeah. Unified. Yeah. There's a good buck in that racket. Yeah, it I could like a see. Conference. I could see you guys collabing on that app. Actually, it sounds like a conference. With I'm not a big unif. I'm not a big. I don't have a dog in the unified right. fight. You're like I like fighting with people. This is no fun at all. I, I could see you guys doing unified. unified, making a pile, dude. Let's make this happen. Ronnie, thoughts? What unified? Are you in on unified uh, by Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Nah, Martin? That's too basic for me, man. I, okay. I, yeah, I don't. You like, you like to keep it non-commercial. I, I can't sweat. Right. I don't want to sell it. Guys, Ron's let's like, be clear. Yeah. I do not want to don't sell any books. Don't get me wrong. I'm uncomfortable I, selling more than 900 copies I, of a book. I do not want to sell any books. <laughs> I get a little squeamish, uh, to be clear. You're doing great. You know. when, those, when those numbers climb way high. Hey, listen, come up, grab a piece of swag. Great question. Let's throw it over here to this side. Hi, my name is uh, James from uh, Midland. Um, my question is going to be a little bit more nonsensical. Uh, some of my favorite episodes of y'all's are uh, talking about celebrity pastors like with candy bars or quarterbacks yeah. or whoever. Uh, with the rise of the superhero movies and Marvel like being all big time right now, uh, what would be your celebrity pastor Avenger team? Who would be what superhero? Ooh. Well, Mark Driscoll's the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> This might be a little smugness flex for me. I don't watch a lot of those movies. I don't know like who a lot of. I know Iron Man is one of those guys, right? Yeah, who would, yeah, who who would be Matt, the Iron Man? You, like Matt, Matt Chandler is Tony Stark. Ah, uh, I, I think he needs, that person needs to be a little bit older, a little bit more broken. Mm. You know what I mean? I actually like Iron but Man, but still funny. But still funny. Hmm. Not a lot of funny reformed guys. <laughs> yeah, crickets short, chirping. Short list here. Um, who would that be? Mm. I mean, Matt Chandler's not young anymore. That's true. Maybe it is Matty Chan. He's going to get that metal suit in a tall. The man survived cancer. He's grizzled. He is grizzled. All right, let's go Matty Chan for uh, the the metal suit guy. Yeah, Tony Stark. Um, Drisky for the Hulk. Drisky for the Hulk. 
What are some other character names? Who else is in Who's that? Captain America? Honestly, that should probably be Chandler. He's sort of the all-American. He's but no, the that's David Frapple. Platt because he's the yeah, one who's Platt. like kind of the all-American boy. Platt and, and is Captain America. Very but Platt basic is and Mr. Like, he's Mr. Like, don't stay in America. Like, go someplace miserable. That's he's true. that guy. <laughs> um, he's, he's the opposite. He's <laughs> yeah. also like Mr. Virtue, though. So he's like yeah, virtuous, yeah. kind of boring. He's got a Captain yeah. America like persona, yeah. but he's, he's all about you like going someplace miserable. He's a Spider-Man. He's a little Spider-Man, he is. Yeah. Well, I can imagine Spider Man's like the baby of the group. Who uh... it's gonna sound weird, but I can imagine Platty like hanging upside down. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes like I do a, imagine like that. Does that make me weird? Hey, what are we talking <laughs> yeah, about? Just... Baby, you roll with that, or where you want to roll with that? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty... talking with my Covenant Eyes guy about right. it. It's, it's, Thor? it's covered. We're on top of it. Some who's so, Thor? Yeah, someone with long hair. Uh, you just you just setting yourself up for this one. Broader shoulders than normal. Middle age. Strikingly um, handsome. Straight. Yeah, yeah. Generally yeah. amusing. Handsome in a pudgy sort of way. You know? <laughs> Occasionally makes poor decisions. Sounds like you, Ted. It does um, sound like me. Derwin Gray. I'll take it. Derwin Gray. Yeah. Um, but he's not reformed. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, there's not, man, there's just not that many interesting reformed people. Now, I actually know somebody who has long blonde hair, occasionally in a ponytail, and a huge audience like Thor. Beth Moore. Beth Moore. <laughs> Beth Moore Ragnarok. <laughs> I'd watch that. 90 well, minutes. She's, yeah, she's got to be on the list. Let's do Which one more Marvel Which makes, like, character. Russell more like Hawkeye. Sort of the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that connected right there. That yeah. did connect. You know what? That's, a, that's an organic end to this question. We loved it. We had some fun with it. It was a good couple minutes of radio. Um, let's clap it up for our guy from Midlands. Grab some swag. Midlands right. finest right here. Let's go over here. Michael Styles representing... Oh, I, I know exactly who you are, Michael Styles. <laughs> What a, what a last name. Uh, strong. You know what? I'm a firm believer. You've got you to be born with that name. Yes. I'm a firm believer in That's names. last names tend to work. <laughs> if you have a great name, you're not failing. Right. Like, this guy's going, he's in the rocket ship with Michael that Michael Styles. Michael Styles. You can do I mean, anything that is a, that. He is a superhero. Exactly. I mean, he was an influencer the day he was born yeah, with that Yeah, that's the Marvel Universe right there exactly. standing behind the mic. The Michael Styles Cinematic Universe. Um, let's go. I'm in. Michael, what's your question? Uh, this is a softball, I hope. And you alluded to it in the first, uh, the first episode. But what was on those green room riders? Oh. You, what, was, uh, what was the hesitation on? on riders. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is good. Pipe? Uh, well, Ted's, Ted, you described your hesitation to ask for anything. I think we just yeah. need to hear kind of your, your thought process on that first. Um, just being like a self-hating Midwestern guy and never wanting to inconvenience anyone for any reason. I'm like... Um, you can get me a box of Mike and Ike's if you feel like it. I mean, don't put yourself out. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. If you want to take me out and run me over with your car first, that'd be fine, too. I'll be out there in two minutes. Um, but, yeah, I got the Mike and Ike's. I got, I got a whole bunch of water. I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. That's a breakfast of champions Mike and right Ike's there. and water's guy. You ever want to bring Pipe out or, or Ted out? It's, 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 it's easy. easy. Yeah, the rider's no, short. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't, I, I didn't settle for Mike and Ike's and water. I gave, like, three options. I was like, I like these things. But there was a strong sense of... Options are good. But only if that's convenient and they're easy to find. Yeah, so I yeah. asked for, like, the Gardettos because I'm a grumpy old man. And uh, Dude, I said those I'd... Gardettos are solid, though. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah, they're delicious. I didn't know you asked for that, though. Yep. And then that's... I took the bag of them last night. Back, well, back I have a the... bag in my room already. There we Fine. go. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, no, they, they gave a very open-handed, like, what would you guys like? And I have yeah. the strong, like, freezing, like, ah, uh, I mean, I like 15 things, and I'm not going to ask for, I'll ask for two of them. 
because it felt pretentious otherwise. Ronnie was like brown M&Ms only. I'll just ask for whatever I want. Ronnie's uh, rider is yeah, like Fiji, if, Fiji water at 67 yeah. degrees. It's like war and peace. Yeah. Ryan's still working his way through it back there. <laughs> I need to be picked it's up like, in a black Escalade, 68 degrees, Fiji water. Ronnie's yeah. is like, it's like reformed dogmatics. You also know, Perrier. Yeah. Sometimes you like bubbles. Yeah. I need a little bubbly. Yeah. That's Google. it. We got the whole rider spectrum represented up here at the table, I think. Both yeah. ends. And Ryan did pick me up in a black Escalade. It was great. Yeah, it was That amazing. is great. Yeah. Ryan's great. Yeah, they tried to rent me a Prius. Yeah. 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 Well, again, boys, you, you have not because you asked. Because you, that's, that's right. <laughs> it's, that's it. Man, welcome, love, welcome to the Midwest. I love that. That's good right. Proof text. <laughs> Michael, come up here and uh, take your pick. Ladies of, and gentlemen, Michael Styles. Michael Styles. Styles. Let's clap it up for Michael Styles. I was hoping you spelled it with a Z on the end, man. But that's, oh, yeah, because it's 1993. That would be amazing. That's Michael his stage Styles. name. That would have been sweet. That's yeah, his, a- that's his, a- Z's that's his AOL screen name. <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. I love it, dude. Let's go over here. Um, I'm Shauna Cobb. I just moved from Midland to Abilene. So, um, okay. So my question is, and I'm, don't be offended. Strong so, start. I'm yes. a little, I'm so, nervous now, but. So you guys, you You've brought up Mars Hill several times on your shows, yep. on the podcast. And um, Ted Cluck, you always dance around it, and you won't commit. And I don't know if you've ever really listened to it, but you yeah. want everybody else's opinion. And I just want you to listen and give your own opinion. Sean, I want you to know or in this I moment yes. that I, I prize your directness, and I respect it. Okay. okay? Absolutely. And far from being offended, I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued by this, okay? And I want to be honest with you right now in saying that KK and I were on a road trip a few weeks ago, and we gave it like 12 minutes. Um, and I hated listening to it because it made me sad, and then I quit. Because I, I don't think I have staying power. I'm not a guy who, like, maybe, I, maybe I'm bad at doing hard things. But uh, it well, just... I, I like how you, que- you keep quoting the title of Josh Harris's younger brother's book. I know. There's just that's I'm still I'm me. hanging on to my Brett Harris stock, you know. <laughs> you gotta get, uh, like, big Alex guy minutes. myself. No, you gotta like you keep saying that, and so, I just want you to commit. Oh, she's going in on this, man. Shauna, I want you, I want you keep to do something going. for me, right. okay? You always bring it up. I know I bring it up because it's this cultural item that like um, I don't feel like I can enter into because I tried and I hated the experience, but. Um, and, and I, don't have any, I don't have a dog in this fight, right? Like, I'm not trying to work Cosby for anything, so I don't have to act like I like it, and I'm not, um, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to come at Driscoll. I don't know. Like, I just, it, here, here's the thing, and I want to hear you on this, actually, Shauna. For me, it, like, watching or listening to something that's about the unraveling of a guy's life um, even if the guy is a bad guy, right? So even if we decide he's the worst guy, he sucks, whatever, um, it just, it bums me out because I can see that I could very easily be that guy, you know? And they could be making a 12-episode Netflix series about how I screwed everything up. And if they did that, it would make my mom really sad, right? Um, She would be crushed, and that makes me feel sad. And, you know, I'm... I'll say this about it. It was really well done. Like the, for what it was like a documentary podcast series or whatever, I could tell that like care went into it and they did a really good job. And for what it was, it was really well done, but it was just not a thing that like, I'm not drawn to it. You know what I mean? Um, I want you to go like a sentence and like, sell me on it though. Like what, like, where's the, where's the traction for you on it? 
think it's, I'm going to have to go with more than one sentence. Yeah, go. Okay. So I just think it's so interesting. Like yeah. Step up to the mic thing. a little bit just okay. so it's louder. There we go. Thank I, you. I think it's very interesting, like the whole concept and how it happened. And I think it could happen. I think it's a good um, listen so that that won't happen. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. You're, like, I just, you're saying and, it's a cautionary tale. Yeah, That's absolutely. compelling. I think it is yeah. a cautionary tale. And, like... You guys are so good at making fun of people and not hurting feelings. And so don't be scared to do that. Like, that's what yeah. I like about your show. So, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, you guys are so good Sorry. at making fun of people Sorry, and always, not hurting their feelings. It's always been the goal. Yeah. It's always been the goal. Well, the, Shauna, goal, the goal is the second half. Of I love it. Thank Let's you, five it up for Shauna. Kind of came at me a little bit, but I feel like we're okay still. For the record, yeah. I'm with, for the record, I'm with Shauna on this. I think you should listen. I know, dude. And, and, there's a part of me, this is, is going to sound weird. I don't like Star Wars either. Like, I'm just not a Star Wars guy, but I want to be. I want to enter in with people on that. I want to be into the space movie thing, but I'm just not into space. Did you ever watch Breaking oh. Bad? I, I had tapped out on Breaking Bad for the same reason. It okay. just bummed so, me out too much. Here's the thing. It took me four or five tries mm-hmm. to gain momentum and watch Breaking Bad. And at the okay. end, like, I wasn't one of the shows that I was like, this is my favorite. But yeah. I was like, that was worth watching. Really well done. Yeah. That's the, Mar- the rise and fall of Marshall sure. experience kind of in a nutshell. Yeah. Really well done. Yeah. A, a really well told story. Yeah. Not a happy thing. Yeah. Maybe a slow starter. I think that's a great comp, actually. Like, I ascend intellectually to it being really good. Like, I know Breaking Bad was really good. And in fact, there's a part of my heart that wants to, like, watch it and be into it and be able to talk with people about it. But it just, uh, it just kind of bummed me out. And so I quit. Um, that's where we're at. It's, it's an interesting emotional place. I just quit. Yeah, yeah. Right. Got to know when to fold them. Let's, uh, let's go over here. Hello, my name is Sarah Opkinorth, and I'm from Dallas, Texas. So imagine that you are the owner and operator of a brand new double-A minor league baseball team. Let's what go. What do you name your franchise? Let's go, Sarah. Ronnie just texted about minor league baseball teams like a week ago. Yeah, this is just, a passion I, of ours. Well, I was fascinated by how bad the names are. You know, like you go down the list and it's always like, you know, the rattle tattles and the mud hens and the, <laughs> and the chicken <laughs> the pot biscuits. pies and yeah. the biscuits. And I just, I mean, it's like they're making a joke out of something that, Frankly, feels a little more serious than that. I, I just don't get it. So, you know, can I can I ask you a follow up question? Yeah. Can you give us like the the metro area like of yeah. the yeah. team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got the Frisco Double A Rough Riders. See, that's okay. what I'm talking about. Yeah. We used to have the Fort Worth Cats. Okay. Um, down in um, I don't mind that. Right above Austin. Uh, gosh, I already forgot their name. The Round Rock Express, like trains. Yep. Yeah. And that's then in Kinston, in the Carolinas, where, it's the Kinston where do you want Cubs. our team to be? It's of your choosing because it varies. Okay, I've actually in Hearst. I've got one for Hearst. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull my resources with Ronald and and move a minor league team to Hearst, and um, I'm gonna go with the Hearst Hearses. <laughs> and despite the fact that it's like 114 degrees oh, with 98 percent humidity, what you humidity, could do bringing relief pitchers in. That's it. <laughs> you bring them in in a little a little golf cart like Hearst. It's longer. Yes. It's black. Hearst Hearses. Um, Love it. The Listen. the uniform. All black. All black. Despite the heat and humidity, your guys are going to die probably of, like, heat exhaustion in the black uniform. And then you get to take them off in the And hearse. then you get to pull them off in the oh, hearse. perfect. It's, it's thematic. It you is. know what I mean? Can, it can I be? Can I, can I invest in this yeah. team and be, like, a minority owner? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I can't top that. Wait, okay. The three of us in the owner's box. That's, uh, the, that's the dream, right? Yeah, I love the it. mascot is, like, an undertaker. Yeah. 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 
dancing <laughs> dancing on the graves. Yeah, there Dude, we go. The, this is the, perfect. The, the, the top of the dugout is painted to look like the top of a coffin. You know what I mean? It's got those <laughs> or like, just says, like striations in yeah. it. Yeah, it says like, RIP. It's like a gravestone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you strike a guy out, like the, the little graphic on the, on the scoreboard is RIP. Yeah. You know? And our mascot um, is like Count Chocula. <laughs> I love it. Um, no, when the relief pitcher comes in, they drive him in. A coffin opens. Yeah. He rises up out of the coffin to the person, take his. The person driving has like the Undertaker big hood and, and the, yes. what's the big hook thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, the big sickle. hook thing. Yeah. Sickle. The That's sickle. the one. Yeah. yeah. Hearst Hearses. The Hearst Hearses. There you go. Season, get your season get tickets your, at HearstHearses.com. I just uh, locked down the URL. Sarah, what a great question. Let's clap it up. Enjoy your swag. Did Josh already get us that URL? Yeah, yeah. He, he, already, he bought us the URL. We're good. Visual Theology slash Hearst Hearses. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I feel like there's some resurrection jokes to be made there, too. Absolutely. Let's go over here. Okay, hello. My name is Crosby Cobb. I'm Shauna's daughter, so... Oh, nice. Um, and I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. I'm curious, longtime listener, first time viewer. Ooh. Do you guys think that you look like the way your voice sounds? Oh. I think, uh. I think we need to put that question back to you because, you know, I, things, I don't even think I sound like what I sound like because the voice mm-hmm. that I hear in my head and then the voice I hear on recordings are not the same it's thing. Really so, yeah. do you think yeah. we sound like what we look like? Oh, absolutely not. Okay, what really? Let's what go does, with like. What does Ronnie's voice look like? Yeah. Ronnie's voice looks like a little bit more, so a little hipster. Okay. But good. a little more Eddie Bauer. Oh. You know, okay. Interesting. A little more outdoorsy. Like, like quilted vests, like. Like quilted okay. vests. Like yes. he has a green, like a hunter green, like racing stripe down the side corduroy, of his SUV. Strong corduroy vibes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Strong corduroy. <laughs> Ted, yours is like solely Under Armour. Like you only shop at Academy. Wait, solely what? Solely Under, Under Armour, Armour? Like I'm a coach? Yes. Like I'm in a quarter zone. Like full on basketball yeah. shorts every day. Like monochromatic Basketball shorts every day. That yes. hurts my feelings. But uh, <laughs> Just your voice, though. It's okay. We're going to roll with it. Yeah. And then Barnabas, yours is like very hipster. Huh. Like Vans, skinny jeans. Oh. Wow. That's what I, that's what I think. I don't know if I'm offended or honored. Like That's cooler than I am. Yeah, But right. also, I don't ever want to be that. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Well, I, know, I think she got it like... Somewhat right for all of us. And then I am a coach, and I do embody some of that persona. You're, like, on the hipster spectrum probably just by by nature of living in Nashville. I I live adjacent Um, to hipsters, yeah. And I think Ron's on the – Ron revealed the thing today at lunch that, again, like, this is the joy of relationship. You're learning something new, right? There's still things we're learning Mm. about each other, baby. Mm. Isn't that nice? Mm. Um, But we know that Ron is a hipster, but I also learned that he's, like – Hikey and bikey, and he's like, you know, go for a bike ride guy or take a hike up the side of he a also, hill. Or, he which also is a announced. He also announced it, yesterday. I feel like it's uh, an Eddie Bauer thing. That he's though. done with jeans because he doesn't find them comfortable, and he's just only going to be comfortable. So there's a there's a strong Eddie Bauer. See like, the way these things yeah. stretch. Yeah, that's a breaking news. I, so right there. There. I think you you nailed an ethos of of Ronnie's character there. That's mm. pretty good. So you've actually you've done a good thing here. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Yeah, you're spot on. <laughs> Why don't you come grab some swag as a reward? That was a solid question. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Let's go over here. A lot of creativity in that question. Yeah. Hello, my name is Hannah Stone. I'm from Northern Virginia, which sounds less crazy because I'm visiting my sister. He lives oh, here. Oh, nice, nice. Um, yeah. So my question is a little more tugging the heartstring. I yeah. love when you guys talk about your wives because they seem like low key so cool. They are um, so cool. 
So my question, right back there. Yeah. So my question yeah. is, yeah. Um, was there a moment when you knew like you wanted to marry your no, wife or was it like, go, a, or was like a series of things? Like, was okay. it like, Oh, this is it. Like, this is a woman I love. Or was it like multiple little things like, Oh, slowly, but like all at once. This is such a good question, man. Shoot this into my veins. I love it. <laughs> should we, should we bring the girls up? Absolutely. Ladies, come on yes! up. Let's clap it up for the wives. It's just, at least stand. At least have them stand. Yeah, can yeah. you stand? Can we compromise? Stand up. There you go. Yes. For those listening at home, they're wonderful and look great. They are wonderful. The so was there a moment when you knew, like, she was the one? Um, you go first, man. You, you said shoot this in my veins. Yes. <laughs> so you shoot it in the mic. Let's go. It's a... Uh, it's it's a look. Baby, you got to control your emotions. Like I can see yeah. that you're, you're wavering a little bit. Yeah, you're you're starting to get a little. Yeah, my deconstructed heart is just yeah. pounding. <laughs> um, it was our first date, dude, and that is no lie. Um, it was one of these first dates that they they plan for one thing, but then it goes forever, you know. And you're just hours deep into this thing, and when I said goodbye to her, it was like three in the morning. The streets were empty. It was kind of cool. Like the dew was settling on everything. And I, it, was, it was hard for me not to kiss her, right? Um, but I was like, no, I don't want to push it. This is too great. It's too perfect. I want to bottle up this feeling. And then I walked home like right down the middle of the street. And I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was, it was a go. You're, and, you're a walking rom-com, man. I know. I am, dude. And... I just think when you know, like, you don't have to feel nervous about when you call the person. You don't have to wait 72 hours, industry standard, you know. Yeah, you don't have to wait six days. You can just pick up the phone and call the next day, and it's going to be well-received. And that was the the feeling. So Mm. um, I think it was a – I was a first-nighter. Oh, man. Um, What about you guys? Yeah, man. It's the same for me, man. First night? Oh, my gosh. It was just magic. Yeah. We ended up on the beach mm. first night. Yeah. But this, okay, so this gig took a while. Okay. Right? So, I, so I met Big M um, a couple years before. It took some time yeah, for us to have burn. that magic night. Yeah. Why did it take time? Well, it's too long of a story, but it, yeah. ju- it just it took some time. And we, we ended the night on the beach, pitch darkness, everything above board. <laughs> and, uh, but I, yeah, it was the same thing, man. I remember driving. And that the rest of your family was there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> It was, yeah, it, was actually, it was actually a Calvary Chapel baptism. Yeah, it, exactly. really, it really was. Josh yeah. Harris was we there. We had this long drive home. We had Just a little a- accountability. I take the whole church on the first day. I mean, it, it, you know, I didn't grow up as a Baptist guy. It was a little bit yeah. different, right? We were, allowed, we were allowed to date. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hour and a half drive home, chatting. Yeah. The conversation never died. Dropped right. her off. I know there was that thing where you want to keep it cool. Yeah. Not, not you know, not yeah. too much. Don't put, you know, yeah. don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I remember driving home just thinking... That's it. Yeah. Like I'm it's like, a wrap. like like we're done. Yeah. This is it. This is forever. Yeah. Yeah. Nice baby. I know it's true. Yeah, though. it is nice. Yeah. It is nice. Pipe. Uh it was a it was a longer process uh for me to not to not to come around but to more like let myself yeah be comfortable. So uh, I, I had been married previously, and so I was coming into it probably in a much more jaded and yeah. self-protective place and thankfully Lauren was very patient and older um, pipe and older, yeah and yeah. not not like 23 yeah, not like, or not in college or not whatever. 13 like me and big t yeah not yeah, at yeah. your baptism service at nine <laughs> um <laughs> and so yeah so there was just there was a there's a whole different sort of thought process in it so i think i knew before i let myself know because because i 
I was in the context where I'm like, well, I'm not going to keep dating somebody who I don't think this is going somewhere. Yeah. And I was perfectly at ease with that, but I also wasn't kind of letting myself acknowledge that, yeah, this is, this is the person I'm going to marry. So it took, I probably knew I was going to marry her a couple months into dating, and then it took another couple months to get to the place where, like, out loud I could say this is where that's going. Also, I have to shout out Hannah for two things. Um, one, an amazing question. It's fun to talk about our ladies. Two, Hannah Stone, amazing gift giver. Um, we got gifts mailed to us. Mm. They came to our homes. Yeah. They were personalized. Uh, they were well-wrapped. There were a lot of, like, little tchotchkes those in there. Were, different the, weren't those going to be at a live event that we had to cancel? Like, you had made a plan to be yeah. at a live event that we had to pull yeah. the plug on because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, like, joked about never getting – you never got an Easter basket. So I was like, oh, yes. we bring Easter baskets. Gift it's baskets. so funny. Yes. 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 And then COVID happened. I was like, wow, the world's depressing. I need something to do. Yes. <laughs> and you made us it far too. less depressing for us. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, That's let's awesome. clap it up for Hannah. All right, you've been very patient. Let's go over here. Thank you. Hey, guys. I'm hey. Camry Rhodes. I'm from Waco, Texas. Yeah. It's like you're making fun of Shiplap. It's like birthplace of Shiplap. Oh, you know birthplace. Yeah. Yeah. Home you, of Shiplap. How, how's Chip doing with his new haircut, man? Yeah, <laughs> it's shaved. Can we it's talk gone. about it? Is, is he good? Is he, is he feeling know. good? I Without hope Without the so. long blonde locks. What's the new yeah. haircut, baby? Dude, he just shaved his he head shaved for his St. Head. Jude. Raised just oh. a quick 150K. Sweet. As, um, as one does. In a couple yeah. hours. Like we do typically. Like we do. Yeah, the charity things that we're into. Yeah. That's anyway, nothing for them. Right. Nothing for Chip. Um, so just being here, my question is, like, what do you think your target audience is? Because, like, <laughs> oh. looking in the crowd, like, I can't figure it out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's but, like, such a good question. But, like, I need you to paint your Saddleback Sam for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is the whitest thing, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you for said, that over saddleback there. Saddleback Sam? That's what she asked. What's that? What's that a reference to? Yeah, paint your saddleback, Sam. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. What is it's because you haven't this listened is, to the podcast. This, you don't is, know. Uh, <laughs> this is Rick Warren's, like, they, they, like, painted a paradigm of the kind of person they wanted to reach with Saddleback Church. Like, and based, was, in, yeah, based yeah, yeah, in Orange County. Yeah, so, like, like, how come I don't know this? Because you haven't uh, listened to the Mars Hill podcast. You don't listen to podcasts or <laughs> go on social media. You don't, don't read, Ted. I don't listen to non-football podcasts, okay? <laughs> Let's put a finer point. I like on. the Saddleback Sam reference. Yeah, okay. Who, like who is our Saddleback, Who's our saddleback Sam? Sam? Hi. <laughs> Honestly, I never think about it. Mm. I just figure the people who have the right sense of humor yeah. will will find this. It's pretty diverse, really. I, I think it is. I mean, even age wise, yeah. we kind of hit all the ages. The the one thing that all of our listeners, like loyal listeners, have in common is not wanting to take church stuff too seriously. We're, they're just not that caught up in all that. And they're just kind of like, I'm done with that. What is, let's, let's have some fun with this. Like, I still yeah. believe in it, but let's have some fun with it. It's this. crazy, too. I was telling these guys, like, I run into students on my campus who listen, not because they took a class. Like, they came to college having listened to the program. And then I run into parents who listen. So that's a pretty wide yeah. net if you're talking about age demographics, yeah. like, completely different eras. And um, it's, it's nice that we can pull, you know... That, that wide of a swath of age. but uh, They're letting us have that moment. They're letting us have that moment. It's very nice for us. Any other thoughts on target audience? I mean, I think it's right here. I think it's represented. It is. Yeah. It's this room. And these are the elites. Yeah, well, these, these are, are the tier ones. They're the ones who right? go above and beyond. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, they're at the top, and uh, everybody You're else is You're a tier one. In. Come and get some tier one swag. Absolutely. Let's clap it up. Clap it up for the tier ones for yourselves. Um, let's go over here. 
My name is Jason from Burleson. And my question is for Ted, what the cluck? Yeah. Actually, solid. my wife has the question. Never I just always wanted to say that. Yeah, no, solid. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Okay, so I have two brief questions because I think they're both going to be quickies. Number one, we'd like to make a submission to them weekly. Oh, um, yes. And, and so it's Al Mohler. Oh, okay. Um, Drisky and Platt. What would we like to see them every day doing? Doing in that, in that little photo section in, in them weekly. I love Correct. this question. So, uh, You're thinking like an editor, and I like that. Um, You're really strengthening the content. I appreciate this. I'll send you our submissions guidelines via email uh, once we're off the program. Right, so, what, so, so it was Moeller, Driscoll, and Platt? Platt. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the qu- wait, clarify what, the question. What are they, what are they, what are they doing, doing in, in everyday the, life? In the montage, yeah, yeah of, of the they are everyday I, people. Can I have a snapshot in my mind people. for Al Moeller right now. Go. And it's Al Moeller in like flannel pajama pants and a and like a terry cloth bathrobe yeah shuffling down to the end of his long tree-lined driveway to get his whatever the louisville newspaper is mm. you know and just the sort standard of like, dispatch and then, and then Actually, losing his mind because somebody let their dog poop on his yard so like oh. standing there looking at the newspaper and then there's this steaming pile and he's just just out of his mind mad mm. and we get that that's Al Mohler in my, in my mind. Fairly accurate. In my mind, Al Mohler is falling asleep when I met him about 12 <laughs> years ago at a conference. Featured in the Happy Rant book, by the way. Exactly. That tells that story. Yeah, if you, if you like that story and you want to read about it uh, at length, it's mm-hmm. in there. All right, so Driscoll. What's Driscoll doing in the everyday? I think he's palming 20s to his private security guards. Yeah, I like that. But it's got to be something Scott's daily, okay, right? Yes, it's got to right. be like... You know, he's going out of a, of like a nail spa or he's, he's doing, yeah, he's tanning. Scottsdale, he's, if you've ever been to Scottsdale, man, I mean, it's, you know what he's doing? It's high endy. Yeah. It's high end. He's, um, he's walking out of his tennis club and he's, somebody's opening the door of a black Escalade for him and he's getting in sunglasses. He's just climbing in. Right. So it's a what little, kind of sunglasses. It's a slice of life. You know what I mean? Is, pit, like, is it like vipers. aviators? Are they like wraparounds? <laughs> like white Oakleys? What are we talking about? No. What would Drisky rock? Sunglass wise, I mean, I, I or like the like the Dolce and Gabbana. Ones. I just don't even want to yeah. say it's going to sound smug. Oh no. yeah, because that ship hasn't sailed. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, the, guy about, has, the guy already has a podcast. What about Platt? Platty. I think Platt's doing deadlifts at his crossfit. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, flipping a tire. You know. Yes, it's um, yes. That's what. It, or like the thing where they drop the tire over the big pole. He's like, he's got a tire up over his head. I get the sense vis a vis Platty lower his back workouts. tattoo. He, he works out hard, but he doesn't enjoy it. You know what I mean? It's joyless. That makes me sad. Let's go on a little existential vis-a-vis the plat photo. But yeah. uh, I love this magazine idea. You're going to be one of our staff writers. You're hired. Uh, let's come get some swag. Let's clap you, it up. You had for one more question. question, right? Oh, we got one. Oh, yeah. So just briefly, I wanted Ronnie to finish a thought that we were talking about as he came down the aisle. We were talking about the place of heydays as you get older. Yeah. That there, that it's like he's like I don't really think in heydays anymore, uh, and so I was just like, oh, I just wanted you to finish that thought. That was oh, good. I don't think in oh, terms well of heydays anymore. Like you you're talking like, about that somebody recognized your voice. You forgot him. You're yeah, dude. I think yeah, that's right. Um, see, I'm so old. I forgot the conversation we had 12 <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah. So you think right? So when you get older, you're not really thinking in terms of like the good old. I mean, you are, but it's not like I'm going to enter into some hate. You're just thinking like what's going to happen on Monday. Yeah. Right? You're like going day by day. You're thinking, am I going to survive through the week? Am I going to, you know what I mean? Am I going to be able to... You're not to... thinking about the next heyday. Right. You're not thinking of things in terms of eras anymore, right? Because it's like, I, you know, I don't know how... I'm just going to get dark here for a second, but like, I don't, go. I don't know how much time I have, right? Yeah. So it's like, 
Yeah, I, I, th- I think it's more of a. I think it's more of a day to day. Yeah. You know, kind of a kind of an Man, existence. That, you know? that poster suits your mood, right? Yeah, I think now. this poster yeah. kind of sums it up for me. Dude, those posters are saving sick. a guy out of the ice and then uh, getting murdered. Are you afterwards? Are you the guy in the ice right now, like emotionally? You're. Kind of, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, am I the guy in the ice or the guy saving the guy? You're a little cold who from then, here now. Then gets murdered, right? yeah. You're freezing. No, I'm, I'm the bystander. Yeah, okay. Ten feet away going, I should have saved the guy in the ice. Yeah. I didn't. I feel guilty. You know what? Just, and then I get quiet and I just pull back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm not in a heyday anymore. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I like it. I don't it. think in terms of heyday. I think in terms of payday. Hey. The candy bar. Let's turn this heyday into a payday. I love that ethos. Uh, Come get your swag. That was a great question. Let's clap it up. Let's go over here. Hi, I'm Patrick Schrock from northern Wisconsin, and I have a question about friendship. It's a long way away. It is. It is. I flew in just this afternoon, actually. For real? Yeah. That's amazing. Anyway, so your guys' friendship, is it something you guys just fake for the filthy lucre from Dwell? Absolutely. (laughs) I hate these guys. (laughs) Dude, when we leave this room, it's three taxi cabs going in three different directions. <laughs> Made them you know? book us at three 100. hotels so we wouldn't cross paths in the lobby. Hundred. Uh, <laughs> so if there is something genuine there, yeah, what advice would you have for those of us who struggle with um, friendships as we become older guy, older white guys? It's hard to have friendships, it seems sometimes. Older white guys. Is it? <laughs> is it the purview of older white guys to <laughs> to struggle with not have any friends? I, I mean, look around. It makes me sad. Yeah. Uh, um, he missed the panel discussion we had earlier about this. Really. That's true. We did talk yeah, about this, bit. didn't we? A little bit. Um, no, it's a good question, though. It's a good, it is, like, yeah. it's a good question, and I want us to do it justice. I mean, I think we did talk about this on the panel. So there's, like, a, a mechanical kind of small-scale element to this wherein we are now, like, in business together, right? So we're, we're on a Skype together once a week, and... Uh, we talk for an hour, and because of that, I talk to these guys more than I talk to a lot of people. So we have this natural overlap in our lives, and we're doing projects together, and we have the book together, and we have things that are sort of tying us together. But then I think we also have things in common, you know, like the the kind of inner ring core tenets of the faith. We share all those things. We may differ on some externals, but, like, the things that really matter we have in common. So that's pretty big, too. And then also, like, some more peripheral things, like sense of humor, we kind of have that in common, too. So um, I think we're hitting on a lot of cylinders. And I think we have the kind of relationship, and we alluded to this in the hallway, um, where, like, we don't have to agree on everything to be really good friends. And it's like we're not, you know, I'm not coming at your neck if we disagree on, like, some piece of minutia. Like, it just doesn't matter. Like, the friendship matters more, so, eh, you know. Yeah, the I think for us, there's that mechanical thing does make things a little bit easier. It would be, in all honesty, be tough to maintain a friendship if, like, if the podcast just ended and we lived in three different places. You know, it would be the kind of friend who you text periodically, you keep up with that way, you cross paths at a at a conference, or they mm-hmm. come through town, you might grab dinner or something. But the nature of the friendship would change. It's closer because we do talk weekly, and you can you can mix in conversation before and after recording. But it's not all mechanized. I mean, there's yeah. there's a genuine friendship. But isn't that the case always? Like proximity and circumstance kind of define friendship yeah. in a lot of cases. Like I'm friends with people because I am in the same building with them daily. Yeah. I wouldn't be friends with them if I never had that experience. Sure. So, but there does have to be intentionality. 
You know, we there does have to be um, there has to be a mutuality. You know, both both sides have to be like, yeah, this is this is good. I like this. This works. Um, Gonna need to be another book deal. Yeah, yeah. We need to we need to keep getting paid. The filthy Um, lucre is nice too. (laughs) Not gonna lie. (laughs) But yeah, I think I think uh, I think friendship has probably gotten confused by things like social media and Facebook, where you feel obliged to be friends with people who you never cross paths with. And you kind of miss out on the simplicity of like, this is my next door neighbor, or this is the guy I work with, or these are people I go to church with who really, those are the best people to be friends with. And you, you should pour more in there. And like Facebook is more just, it's a little bit like the magazine we were joking about where you just kind of see the everyday lives and you're like, well, quick snapshot, moving on. Not really friends. That's a person from your past. You know what I mean? And so I think we can, we don't need to be friends outside of, of just kind of what works almost just geographically and circumstantially a lot of times yeah great question come get some swag let's clap it up i saw my lady yawn so i think we need to go rapid fire through these so uh i'm gonna ask you to do one additional favor when you step up to the mic um talk fast talk fast and say who the question's directed at so just pick one of us and uh we'll go a little more rapid fire because we could do this all night let's go right over here my name's blake marlowe from forney texas Rapid fire question for everybody. Got your next book deal. Matthew 27, uh, 53. It's the saints that rose with Jesus from the grave. We don't know what happened to them afterwards. Biblical Highlander. Where are they today? Ooh. Think about it. Wow, dude. You're bringing some business to the table. Yes, I like we can this. talk later. I got an agent. Part, Wait, so the ones who rose at like yeah, when? We don't, okay. Yeah. What and we're supposed to say where they went? We don't know. It, didn't, it doesn't tell us. We just so they just went to the cities. You can make your own story. I think, I think that's Jared C. Wilson's next novel. Nicholas Cage. He just finished it, actually. Yeah. Jared, I think that's he just a, that's a book it. proposal for Jared C. Wilson to write the novel about the person who experienced death and then rose again and, like, where he went. So we'll, uh, he listens religiously. A, He'll hear this. That's a, Jared, that's a Jared project, if there ever was one. Yeah, Grab some Canyon. swag, baby. Yeah, Come on. it's his next Echo Canyon or whatever. Let's go over here. Quick question for Ted. My name is Garrett from Lubbock. And there's a phrase I've heard you use, Ted, that I feel like there's probably an inside joke or a story behind. Yeah. Included on Gut Check. It's the phrase, dead Garfield eyes. Oh, dead Garfield eyes. I wish we had the tech in this room. I wish we were in the kind of room that had, like, millions of dollars of technology behind us. We do have that drum cage. We do have the drum cage. So, dead Garfield eyes was in reference to a yearbook photo from when I was at Taylor University and someone found it and, like, blew it up and sent it to uh, the Gut Check podcast. And my partner on that show, Zachary Bartles, put it on the Internet. And it's a picture where, like, I've got football neck, which is where your neck, like, it just starts at your ears and goes down to, like, your <laughs> yeah, deltoids. It's, it's wider than your head. It's wider than your head. Yeah. So I have that. And uh, I've got a real, like, um, it's almost like a Drisky cut on the stubble. Um, and it's real evil looking and it's supposed to make me look scary. And my eyes are like half lidded a la Garfield from the cartoon. Hence the term dead Garfield eyes. Um, and I think the title of that episode was Ted looks into the, the dead eyes of his former self. And, um, that that's not much. the happy rant. No, no, sure. that isn't. That's a, so that's a, like a dark bit, term. It's a little bit like, but you can find that photo. That photo's on the internet. So if you want to do some searching tonight, you can find dead Garfield eyes. It's a time. Come grab some swag. Uh, let's go over here. Last but not least on this side. And then we've got our, our promoter on the other side. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Nate. 
from Houston. And this is for Ted. Uh, <laughs> I remember you saying earlier on the podcast a couple episodes ago that you and KK lived in Lithuania. We did for marriage. one year. Um, how formative was that for your marriage? And would you do something like that again? Yeah, it was um, incredibly formative to our marriage. I think for us, so we we celebrated our second anniversary during that year that we were in Lithuania. So we were very young. We were very new in our marriage. And I think for us, it was really good to be away. And as great as our families are, um, it was just good to be together. And it was good to be problem-solving together. It was good to be um, not pulled in so many different directions. And it was good to be kind of walking through a challenging thing together in that we loved it there and we loved the adventure, but it was a hard, it was a hard place to live, right? It was different and it challenged us, especially me who had like grown up in a cornfield and never been anywhere. And she had been a lot of places and, you know, she kind of pulled me along and, and helped me through it. But, um, it was awesome. And I, I can say this about KK. She's the world's greatest traveler. There's no travel companion in the world who is as great as her. Um, she thinks about stuff. She calms me down. Um, she, she just like eases the way. And, uh, and she's really fun. Like she's an enthusiast, uh, wherever we go, she's reading like every line of copy on the plaque and she knows stuff and she shares it with me. And, um, it's just a fun time. She's a lot of fun to travel with. So it was formative there. It was formative in obviously in terms of like, um, the Lord using it to kind of plant the seed in terms of international adoption, which we would end up doing later. So um, it, it's funny, like when you're young and you do those years and you have like this probably um, skewed vision in your head of what missions looks like, and then you go and you come back and you feel like, what really happened? What good did we do? Um, you know, now being old, um, thanks, like, look, thanks for looking yeah, yeah. Thanks for giving me the nod on that one, baby. I'm as, I'm, I'm right there with you, one foot in the grave over here. But uh, but now being on this hearse, hearse. on this side of it, age wise, like it really was a formative year, and the Lord did so much with it, and I would absolutely do it again. Um, it'd be fun to do it again, and I hope we got. I hope we have one more big adventure in us, baby. And uh, I don't know what it's going to be, but it'll be your heyday. It'll be my heyday. Yeah, yeah I need a I need a heyday I can grow old with. And uh, maybe it'll be that. Let's clap it up for that question. Very thoughtful. Thank you. So we've come to the portion of the program where uh, I think it's only appropriate that our event promoter, Ryan Walling, the great Ryan Walling, elite, elite of elites, um, asked the last question and kind of closes the night with it. So, uh, Ryan, you have the floor. Ask anything. So you guys come from various backgrounds, publishing, pastoring, music, sports, a lot of things that you guys have done, and it spreads a lot of different uh, fields of interest. Yeah. I want to know who is the most famous person in your contacts, and it can't be Papa Pipe, and it can't be any of the three of you. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's a good question, Ryan Walling. That's why he's the, he's the king of promoters. Um, yeah, who's the, who's the most famous person in our respective cell phones? This is fun. This yeah, you guys go ahead. And it can't be Jared C. Wilson either, Ron. <laughs> um, Ron, who you got? I mean, I, literally, I, I, me. I'm the most famous guy <laughs> on my list, man. Now, I literally, I, I got nothing. I have, a, I have a follow-up question to you. Do you keep it that way? 
Like if 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 you meet somebody, yeah. If you meet somebody, you notice I didn't mention you two. Yeah, that's right. You notice I excluded you from that list. Exactly. You feel as though they might be more famous than you. Do you delete the contact? Like, yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Um, Beth Moore on the phone? I mean, we already know the answer. To, yeah. You know, I feel like you're trying to, you're, <laughs> you're hitting me, you know, this thing beats yeah, right here. I know, right? It. This, I know it. This thing feels things right here. I don't want to pick at a scab, but right. um, I, would love, I would love for there to be a day where Again, Beth Moore's in your phone. the only Beth I have in my life is the, you know. The one that really The knows. one I helped create, yes. That's it. Yeah, that's so. right. That's right. Okay, we got Beth Moore over here. What do we got here? <laughs> oh, man. Not Beth Moore. Um, Beth, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Beth Martin? Beth Martin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, spending 15 years in publishing, I end up with a bunch of random contacts. He's, like, qualifying right now. Ooh, let's go. Uh, let's get a couple. Doesn't doesn't get direct this is interesting. Us. Yeah. Former Bears defensive end, Israel Adonijah. Solid. I yeah. have uh, Christine Kane. I don't know who that is. Um, Doesn't she, matter. She's she's Legit. friends with Beth Moore. Okay. Um, <laughs> you guys love, sign off. I with love Christine how that's Kane. the only yeah. way you yeah. have to describe for you. <laughs> yes, um, I know Christine. She's, Kane she, yeah, Christine Kane's big in like the leadership okay. scene. Yeah. Uh, John Acuff. Does he count for anything? Yeah. In this in this yeah, game, stupid a, things people like about Christians. What was his book? I, stuff I, I, Christians yeah. like. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a nice payday Which for him. Is, Strikingly yeah. close to stupid things people like about Christians. That's but, true. I mean, there was a lot of that in there. We're Just strikingly it close to We're I don't know, a book it. that we've written recently. That's for, right. Um, mine are all mine are all like the real famous ones are probably in sports. So one would be Jim Kelly, the old quarterback from the Buffalo nice. Bills, is in the Hall of Fame. Um, I don't if, have anybody in the Hall of Fame in my. Family. Evander Holyfield, no. former heavyweight oh, champion boxer. Wow. I've been to his house. A little flex. You, you, you guys been texting um, recently, Big T? He's not a great texter. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you got some. Like, you got some. You got some outstanding texts. I put some things out there. I go two or three in a row, and it's crickets. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Evander, come on. How hard is it to just You're like pick Evie, up the phone? Come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Jim Kelly, Evander Holyfield, Tim Tebow's dad. <laughs> Which is weird. Well, we're reaching now. Bob? Bobby? That's like being John Piper's son. It's not exactly. really a big deal. We're reaching. Exactly. Exactly. We're reaching. And, uh, what about a, uh, one particular pastor from father North of, Carolina? Father of an <laughs> army of children. Formerly from East Lansing. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Formerly a co-writer. That kind formerly, of, a, lot of, a lot of formerlies going on. I know, man. You're hitting me with the formerlies. Um, yeah, still on the phone. Still yeah, I can't contact. remember his name. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I remember his initials. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. Um, yeah, still on the phone. Still in there. Oh, at least you haven't burned that bridge. <laughs> that hurts, man. That cuts to the quick. Uh, I've burned a few for sure, but I'll tell you. Or rather, what, he hasn't burned that bridge. And yeah, exactly. Hey, that wasn't that, at you. That street runs both ways, baby. We know that. Um, one bridge I'm not going to burn, and I know this for a fact, is the bridge that goes from this program, this company, to Ryan Walling's company. Mm. Okay? We're going to be doing business together in the future. Um, I'm confident of this because he's the kind of guy that, uh, that we want to be in business with as a show. Um, guys, we're about to wrap our last episode in Hearst. There's a little sadness in my heart. Final thoughts. What's, what's on your heart? Mm. <laughs> what's on my I'm tired, man. Yeah, I'm tired too. Stop all that counts. Let's do this. Let's wrap the program. Then we can have a nice little chit-chat time. We can come down. Um, I, can I? Well, one yeah. actual thought. That was yeah. the best Q&A we've ever had at a live show with listeners. That was an incredible Not- Q&A. And you guys, yeah, clap it up for yourselves. That's why these are elites. These are cultural elites. 
Um, I was just thinking through the questions. There was there were funny questions, thoughtful questions, personal questions, all of them well articulated. Mennonite poster uh, questions. Shaming, shaming <laughs> Who would you for be not in this listening scene? to a podcast questions. I mean, that's, it was here for right. all of it. But they we're okay really, still. They were really yeah. good. Yeah. Question mark. Um, <laughs> we're still okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, this was great, man. It was a great night, a great audience. Thank you for traveling like some distance to be here. We got people from wisconsin and people from across the state and um, virginia it, it is all seriousness all earnestness for a minute it's really uh special to keep doing this we love doing it it's so much fun we're super appreciative thanks for listening and until next time the happy rant is brought to you by resonate recordings if you go to resonaterecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer so if you're considering starting a podcast they are the ones we recommend going with Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. A crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.